This is KGMI Connects with Joe Tian, a live local show about our community and you on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. Well, good Monday afternoon. It's great to have you here and right into winter. I know the calendar doesn't say so, but it sure feels like it outside. I guess it's going to get wintry, more wintry as we get further into the week. National Weather Service has issued a winter weather watch. Effective this afternoon at about 3 o'clock. And it goes through 4 o'clock Wednesday afternoon. We could see 4 to 8 inches, they're saying, all of a sudden. Kind of unusual, especially for this time of year. I mean, I guess we can get the snow anytime, but... So just get ready for it. Be prepared. And don't get too excited, kids, <laughs> that you're going to get out of school thought on my daughter's mind that's for sure but uh, thanks for joining us here on our afternoon show our our all ideas program maybe that's the best way to say it just all ideas welcome and uh that goes for opinions as well 360-676-5464 is the phone number I saw a little headline today um eight percent inflation Driving up profits for large corporations. Doesn't isn't there something weird there going on? I mean, uh, if inflation is hitting us, shouldn't it be hitting everybody? I mean, or are we being are we being gamed here? I'm talking about us consumers. Just I mean, if somebody's profiting off this, that's a problem, I think. Uh, we're paying more and more money all the time and, and um, for just the uh, basic needs especially. And somebody else is, you know, profiting off that or making, seeing increased, not that they shouldn't profit at all, but that they're seeing increased profits. Now, wait a minute. That seems like that's fake inflation. Fakeflation, we'll call it. But anyway, that's just uh, something I thought I'd throw out there as we get going here on this Monday. And we do want to hear from you. Once again, 360-676-5464. Maddie will take your call and get you all set up and we'll get you on the air. And Rod and Linden gets us started today. Hi, Rod. Hi, Joe. How are you doing? Very good. Very good. What is, what's on your mind here on this hey, Monday? You know, I wanted to talk about the uh, the border problem that we're having. Okay. It seems that we're being affected uh, clear all the way up here in uh, Whatcom County by that. If you pay attention to a lot of the names in the news, uh, the crimes that are committed, you'll find a whole lot of um, Hispanic names. They're coming up. Uh, we just had a guy that was uh, convicted of murder for that shooting. Um, that's just one one case. But so many, so many uh, Hispanic names are coming up on these crimes. What's happening is uh, in the 90s, we had a, a serious influx of uh, bloods from the L.A. area coming up here. They were bringing they were bringing meth up here taken across the border, sending it across the border and trading for uh, Canadian wheat and taking that back down south. Mm-hmm. I know this for a fact. Okay. Um, and uh, what we're getting now is uh, they're heading north with the fentanyl, and this is the stopping point, and it's being shipped across the border from, from our region. And uh, we're, it's going to get worse. It's, as long as there's this continuing problem on the border, it's going to get worse around here. The crime's going to increase. They, uh, they really got down on the gangs back in the 90s and uh, really put a pretty good stop to it. But now that we've got this, uh, this open border problem, we're, we're going ha- to see a lot more, a lot more crime up here. Well, I don't know that, and we're talking about... Immigration, I, I really think we have to remember that immigration and drug smuggling are really two different things. And at times they might go uh, hand in hand, but by and large, people who are crossing the border, asking or requesting um, asylum, that sort of thing, uh, or are immigrants, they're not bringing backpacks full of fentanyl across the border no, with no. them. But, and no. it is a problem, but, the, you know, there are ways to get drugs, and there are many ways to get drugs into this country besides just across the southern border. 
the land border. And I think we have to keep that in mind that uh, these and these these gangs, you're right. I mean, they are they'll find I'm, I'm aware way. of that. Okay. I'm aware of that. But they're taking advantage of the immigrants who are just trying to get over here, uh, work, uh, make a good living away from the crime down there. And they're slipping in beside them, and uh, and they're not the ones that the the guys that are just coming up here to work. People that are coming here to work, uh, they they don't want they don't want to go through the six year process of uh, of getting here legally. So they come in, but when they're coming in, and the border patrol are chasing down the guys that are just trying to work. These other guys know where the Border Patrol are, and they are slipping by with backpacks full of drugs and then coming up here. So we do have an issue. It's going to happen. We're going to see an increase in crime, and it's going to be a lot of – I'm not trying to get down on uh, Hispanics. i got a couple real good friends, one from El Salvador and uh, one from uh, Mexico that was a cop down there, and we've talked about this, and and he's – that Pedro is in full agreement with me on this, and he tells me how how the, it's done down there, and and how that they use the the uh, immigrants trying to get here to work to uh, to slip by okay. when they know the border patrol are being occupied with all these other guys, groups of them. All right. Okay, Rod. Okay. Appreciate your call. You bet, Joe. Thanks. Take all care. right. You have a good day. Uh, let's go to, then uh, once again, we want to hear from you, 360-676-5464, our phone number here at KGMI Connects. Anything goes, and let's go Let's go to John in Ferndale. Hi, John. Hey, Joe. How was your weekend? It was very good, very good. Had a little uh, nice gathering with my kids for the holiday and just watched a lot of football, ate a lot of food, and even got up to Mount Baker and enjoyed the snow for a little bit. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. the snow's going to be showing up here tomorrow i guess sounds right? like it yeah at least yeah. some <laughs> um i was listening to dennis prager <laughs> you can't and, stay uh, away you're like a moth to the flame well the thing is you know i was interested to see if he would address the uh dinner party that uh president ex-president trump had with kanye west and nick fuentes and, you know, I don't blame you for not knowing who Nick Fuentes was back when I pointed out when Marjorie Taylor Greene spoke at his event, his America First event. Uh, and, you know, he, he, straight, he straight up praises Hitler and Putin hmm. and Stalin at the same time. So it, it, it's, it's not an ideology thing. It's a strongman dictator thing. It, it, it's the weirdest. And I don't know if you've ever seen this this kid. He's like 24 years old, right? He kind of reminds me of you know that show, The Big Bang Theory. The, the one of them nerds. I think his name yeah. is Sheldon. Uh-huh. If you put a mustache on Sheldon and gave him a snarky attitude, right? Literally, he's one of these guys at a bar where now I would never do this. I don't resort to violence, but if you go shooting your mouth off. You know, if you're throwing the N-word around or you're saying that, you know, the horrible things that he says about Jews and everything else, you're going to get smashed in the face. It's just going to happen. And you're going to recalibrate your behavior based on that because you know, oh, I better watch my mouth because I'll get smashed in the face. And and I'm not advocating that for for him. But when these cyber warriors, so he does all this behind, you know, behind a keyboard, behind a webcam. But, you know, so the thing is, President Trump should have been clued into... And his screeners, the Secret Service people, the people that, you know, that, that look at the list and say, you can come in, you you can't come in. But my question, so Nick Fuentes should have never been allowed to come in. And, uh, Paul Gosar, Congressman Paul, he, he, he also spoke at one of his events. Hmm. But why would he even let Kanye West in at this point? He's avowed anti-Semitic. We know now that when he was working at uh, that shoe company, Adidas, he was going off about Hitler, how great Hitler was, like, like, and the style of their uniforms, how cool that was, too. Just weird stuff, because his mental whatever kicks in, and, uh, you know, the same result, though. I mean, I don't give him an excuse for being anti-Semitic, 
But that alone, like, why even have that guy show up for the the few wackos that that might? And Kanye West actually said to him, he said, "Hey, why don't you be my vice president to Trump?" <laughs> oh wow! Now, how how you know how crazy do you do you have to be I, to think that Trump would ever? You know, I, Kanye likes to just poke people. I think. Well, he does. I think, and I and I, to almost the the degree of where he. Um loses the loses touch with how how it's going to affect him. I mean, obviously, this whole thing this with this anti-Semitism has likely gone much further than he ever expected to the the backlash. I mean, at one point he said that he couldn't couldn't lose Adidas or they couldn't get rid of him, but right. obviously they could. And um, but yeah, he's almost got this. Um, I don't know, and, and I I mean I shouldn't speak about him because i don't know him but he's uh, he's got some sort of a thing going on where like you say he needs to just poke and provoke people and uh that includes some people of his own race and uh, let me wind up my point about dennis prager so dennis prager rightly brings this up and rightly condemns it and i take a moment to do a hallelujah because dennis prager and i are on the same page okay he thinks that people who are Holocaust deniers and all the horrible things that this kid is, this Nick Point is, Joker. And I'm like, oh, this is great, you know, moment of unity. And then you know what he says? To, he says, and I also don't like people who deny that there are only two sexes. And he goes off on that whole thing because he doesn't believe in gay people or lesbians or bisexuals okay. or let, Latina uh, 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 you uh, know, uh, bisexuals. And like, if you divvy it all up, yeah, I guess there's like a hundred different ones with all the races thrown in. But everyone knows that there's men and women. You know, like, and and, and yes, there have always been gay people and transsexual people. There have always. I mean, what are we supposed to do? Just round them up? They got. They're married. They got kids, Joe. And 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 so this Prager is equating Holocaust denial with. Like if you accept gay people and think that they should they should be left alone, uh, well, respected, you well, know, then, then you're you're as bad as a Holocaust denier. Just Dennis Prager, the way his mind works, it's just amazing. All right, thanks, John. Thanks. Pre- appreciate your thoughts here on this Monday. And uh, well, we'll probably take a break. Let's go to Mary in Linden. Hi, Mary. Hi. I wanted to touch on briefly about what you were talking with the. Um, gentleman before the one that was just on about the open borders and about um, fentanyl. My father was in the Border Patrol for 22 years. I don't think people realize the sheer number of men between the ages of 18 to 44 coming through the borders unchecked. 75% of those men have a criminal history, and of that criminal history, most of them are violent crimes and or drug-related. It's a slap in the face to people that want to come into this country legally that have saved their hard-earned money and time because they don't want to jump in for the line. Also, there are children being trafficked across the border as payment to come into America. The Border Patrol has found so many unattended children with no claim to parents, and, and they are part of these big child trafficking rings. So while, yes, you know, people want to make it sound like, oh, these poor people just want to come into the country for a better life. And some of them are, of course, but the majority of them are not. They come over here and they do not pay taxes. They get involved with crime because that is the easy route. So unless you don't think that you have the right to say that they're two different things, they are not. They are one in the same. Really? Okay. All right. Well, I I tend and, and, to... And speaking I, briefly on Kanye West, I mean, the guys called out Balenciaga and Adidas before all of this uh, child sex trafficking and predator stuff has come out. I don't know if you're aware of that, what's going on with that, but... what What's that? With... What people, well, Balenciaga put out an ad campaign with children dressed in, in bondage, holding teddy bears with bondage. And oh, yeah, I saw that. of sex trafficking... Which, which Balenciaga just did a huge collaboration with Adidas. And so, you know, Kanye West, yes, he got dropped from Adidas, but he's also spoken out against those companies for quite some time. So a lot of things are also said for shock value. You know celebrities, they just want to get your attention. So to take something somebody says literally every time they talk is really asinine. I mean, 
the anti-Semitic comment that, comment that Kanye made was really about the Rothschilds and about Jared Kushner doing a deal with Israel, not for the good of Israel, but just to make money. That's what that comment was about. But people like to go spout mm. off, you know, thinking that they know everything. But there's a lot deeper meaning behind everything that goes on, including this open border. All right, Mary. I But I think we have to take at face value what Kanye West said, and it was not specific to any Rothschild reference or anything specific other than just the Jewish people as as what I've seen reported. But appreciate your call, Mary. We'll take a quick break. Be back with more. We got other folks on the line and we want to hear from you. Whatever's on your mind. 360-676-5464. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. Our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866 Hi, I'm Lorraine from Lorraine's Window Coverings. We offer our clients the best of both worlds, a store full of the latest affordable Graber products, including remote control options. And then we come to you with just the right samples and our professional installers do the rest. We're a family-owned and operated business that's been serving our community for over 25 years. We always strive to go above and beyond to make sure our customers are as happy as this recent reviewer. We had a wonderful experience. Our consultant came to our house, took measurements, and made recommendations based on our needs. Once approved, we were given a timeline, which was spot on. Installation was scheduled, and the installers arrived on time and worked efficiently. The price was reasonable, and the outcome was even better than we expected. Need window treatments? Check out Lorraine's window coverings online, and then just call. 738-8175. Call Lorraine for your new blind. Lorraine's Window Coverings in Bakerview Square. Heating emergencies happen. When your house is freezing, you need help and make it quick. Contact Clean Air Heating and Cooling. Their trucks are ready to go with everything needed to repair your Lennox furnace, heat pump, or fireplace. This winter, keep Clean Air Heating and Cooling on speed dial for all your heating emergencies. Call or text 398-9400 for 24-7 repair service. When heating emergencies happen, count on the professionals at Clean Air Heating and Cooling, a Lennox dealer. Online at callcleanair.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday. And um, let's see, we got Lou, we got Jim, and we'll hear from them in a moment. Rich in Ferndale joins us right now. Hi, Rich. How's it going, Joe? Good. How you doing? Not too bad. It's cold, but it's clear today. It was a pretty nice day aside from the little breeze here. Yeah, it was a little but... bit. Uh, yeah, I took the dog out this morning. Kind of a biting, biting cold this morning, but... Our friend John is always very entertaining. I think we should put some money together, uh, viewers and listeners, because you don't have viewers except for the website, (laughs) to send John to meet Trump. I mean, he spends so much time thinking about Trump, I think he has a secret crush on him, and he should meet him. (laughs) It it would be, I mean, it's it's literally every day. I'm like, get over the guy. Yeah, he's a little different. Just don't worry about him. He's not even president. Whatever. (laughs) You that know, would be quite, yeah, that would be like a matter and antimatter meeting. And then, well, uh, maybe, maybe not. Maybe Trump isn't the guy people make him out to be. I mean, if I'm sure he'd never be able to meet him because when you're famous like that, you can't just meet everybody. But just yeah, but like John's game that me measure of fame here on this program. So I know I'm not well, kidding. That's, but that's <laughs> for small peanuts, Joe, compared to the national. All scale, right. right. Okay. For nothing. But anyway, so the border. Mm-hmm. I do get tired of people saying how it's okay to just let people in without checking them. I mean, like the one the previous lady said, there's a percentage of them that are coming in that are hardened criminals, and they come through because they can. It's not when you allow things like this, it will happen. When you don't have consequences to breaking law, more laws will get broken. These people just show up, and they are not two different things. I was like hot button two, and you said, "Well, those are two separate things." No, the common thing they have. Drug smuggling, drug smuggling yeah. and immigration are two separate issues. Nope, they are not, Joe, because okay. they're both things that come over the border without being checked. We, so what you say immigration, I say immigration, are not the same thing. Immigration uh, before 10 years ago 
was something you did legally with paperwork. You came through a border station. You filled stuff out. That's immigration. The liberals have changed that definition to people who illegally cross the border. That is not immigration. That is trespassing. And they've turned it into this thing where it's legal. Oh, they're seeking asylum. Well, if that's true, why can't they go through a normal border station and say, hey, I want asylum? Well, why they don't do. they do that? That's they a- do. And those are the okay. people that they claim asylum, and then that's the how, how it's handled. Okay, I, so I've come here, I'm, I'm asking Joe. for asylum, and then our system is such that we just we can't immediately process somebody, go through the whole the whole. Uh, well, process so of, of looking so at their background and assessing their their the what danger they're running from and all that. So then they go into this system where okay they have they it takes couple two three years or more for them to actually come before uh, a, an asylum judge and go through the process. But if so somebody why shows why that they, why what, do they swim across the, if that's true, Joe, and they can come through a normal border station, why do they swim across the river and take that risk? Well, those, there are those who do that certainly. But um, like and, and, and some day, of them, right? sh- I, I, I don't know what the number is. But... Thousands per day. That is a fact. Okay. Some number of thousands per day come across the border, not at a border crossing where there's agents and heat and light and paper and those things. They cross in the middle of nowhere in the out of doors, as we call it. So that that they, these are not that is not legal. And somehow we've given it this statement of but this happened this, this happened in low in lower numbers certainly during the trump administration but it oh, still yeah. happened, it happened and years, wasn't it a crisis it then if it's a crisis now wasn't it a crisis then and uh, yes, i mean are we seen yeah, we we had correct. fentanyl coming across in uh, across the border i suppose but Why we had fentanyl question, fentanyl yeah. was flooding into our country before joe biden okay. was in office and the question is why do we keep allowing it? Why does this continue and continue? And why do we well, accept that Well, we've been okay? fighting the war on drugs for decades, for a generation, and, no, it's, and it hasn't we, proven we to be effective. We quit, Joe. The war on drugs quit 15-plus years ago. There is no war on drugs. It doesn't exist. They hmm. bust a few guys here and there. The vast majority of them never get busted, and they're filthy rich. So I don't understand well, why because it's we a, have this new thing where well, we don't enforce law. Well, we just I don't. don't know. It seems that you have this idea that these things are so simple to do. And I, I don't know. I'd yes, love to have are. a DEA Joe, agent I, and, and others on because, I mean, we we report all the time on these big drug busts, but it's just a drop in the bucket of what's out there. And to right. know all crazy? the people involved in all, all this stuff, it's it is. It's crazy. See, the but, reality is, Joe, government slowly doesn't do its job. We are in a time where government is doing less and less of its job. And Joe, we're to the point where we're just an oligarchy, and they pretend to work, and they don't do anything. Even the police are told to stand down on so many things. That's insane. That's why my neighbor left and went back to Montana. He couldn't work at BPD anymore because he said it just never got done, and they couldn't do what they were supposed to do. I he don't left. Know. I, I know A lot people, of people that work left. at our police department, and, it, and they don't tell me that they're being told to stand down or to ignore crimes or— I, I they catch know. and release I, the same people every day. See, I asked well, my policeman because, friend, how come this is? He says, because police are paid well. They're going to be compliant and do what they're told. People are not oh. going to necessarily do what's their conscience. They're going to do what their bosses tell them to do. That's the same with medical and big pharma. Doctors are going to say what they're told to say because they need a paycheck. I don't know. These I've are got, the basic I've got realities more, of life, Joe. I don't know, Rich. I've got more faith in the people that we rely on, but I appreciate your call. Thanks a lot. I, got, I want to get to some other folks before we take a break here. But uh, Lou in Linden is on the line. Uh, there we go. Hi, Lou. Hi, Joe. I, uh, I just wanted to follow up on one of the other callers okay. uh, about Kanye West and Nick Fuentes. Okay. They're bringing up uh, anti-Jewish, uh, anti-Semitic rhetoric, uh-huh. and uh, they're Holocaust deniers. And uh, I wanted to remind your listeners, especially in this season leading up to Christmas, that all of the writers of the Bible in the Old Testament, the Torah, and the New Testament are Jews. All of the prophets, Moses, Isaiah, Jeremiah, Daniel, etc., are Jews. The very first act of George Washington as president of the United States in 1789, as he's being inaugurated, was to rest his hand on the words of Moses, Isaiah, and Daniel, Jeremiah. And so I think we can infer from these facts that the debt of gratitude that humanity 
owes to the Jewish people is unknowable and unrepayable. Okay. And I have not even mentioned all the vaccines, like the polio vaccine, diphtheria vaccine, that saved millions of people's lives that were invented by Jewish researchers and scientists. Mm-hmm. So the point I just want to raise here is that there's always someone who wants to destroy the Jewish people, and he has a name. The name is Lucifer, Satan. But they, because Satan once knows that the Jewish people are the primary impediment to his goal of creating his kingdom on earth and destroying all of humanity. So remember that, Christians, my fellow Christians, that we as Christians have a duty, a sacred duty, to protect the Jewish people and Israel, even the Jews who aren't religious and sometimes don't believe in the, in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. We nevertheless okay. have a duty to protect the Jewish people and Israel. All right, Lou. And as, lo- and as long as we do that, God will bless our nation. And as long as we follow the teachings that are in the Bible as best as, as we can, God will bless our nation. All right, Lou. I appreciate your call. And um, uh, we'll take a quick break and be back with more. we got a couple of gyms on the line, and we'll get to you as well. 360-676-5464. Back in 90 seconds here on KGMI Connects. This is Heidi Person, General Manager of the Cascade Radio Group, with a look at some good news in our community that we like to call the upside. This holiday season, Brown & Brown of Linden's 11th Annual Turkey Drive provided 264 turkeys to Whatcom County families in need. An estimated 3,400 pounds of turkey were distributed by Bellingham Food Bank and Linden-based Project Hope Food Bank. The turkeys were purchased with $2,000 from Brown & Brown Insurance, $1,615 from Brown & Brown team members who held a bake sale and luncheon, and $3,010 from community members and businesses. These turkeys provide healthy, protein-rich meals for so many local families in need, said Bobby Green of Brown & Brown of Linden. The Upside is brought to you from a grant provided by Bayside Coin and Jewelry, located in the Iowa Business Park. Choose from their large jewelry selection or their master jewelers can create the perfect Christmas gift. If you have good news to report, email it to us at theupside at cascaderadiogroup.com. The latest local news and important topics of the day from the West Mechanical Studio. Tired of inefficient heating, poor indoor air quality, and rising energy bills? Contact West Mechanical today at westmechanical.net to explore going ductless with a system from Mitsubishi Electric Cooling and Heating. Get the latest news and information 24-7 with KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Thanks for joining us here on this Monday after Thanksgiving. Hope you had a great holiday and great to have you back with us. Right back to the phones we go, and Jim over on San Juan Island joins us. Hi, Jim. Oh, hi, Joe. Thank you for taking my call. You bet. Hey, to my brother uh, Lou out there. I just want to say, preach it, brother. All right. Hallelujah. Okay. <laughs> hey, uh, how are you doing, Joe? I'm doing well. Yeah. Feeling... Well, you know, I know it's your job to have to rebuff uh, certain people's ideas, and I can, I can completely appreciate and respect that. And I think Rich made a lot of sense tonight. I think he does a lot of times. So as the guy who's being paid to rebuff that, i got to congratulate you. And so I'm asking how you are doing personally. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing well. I'm, I'm at peace with the with the fact that uh, I have ideas and opinions, and not everybody shares them. And um, yeah, you know, I throw my ideas and thoughts out there, and I think uh, just our you know our discussions uh, help us all get, get not, if not get along a little better, just understand each other a little better. So, totally, totally, yeah. and, and it's like a guy who's going down the rapids, and you know now we <laughs> know what's around the next. Not going down the rapids, going down the rapids of a river. He doesn't know. Yeah. <laughs> so, my hats off to you. Well, thank you, sir. Appreciate it. So, as far as our space program, I wanted to. This might be different because I think a lot of people who call in already have their minds made up about a given subject. So, 
Uh-huh. I don't know if we landed on the moon. Really? I don't know. Uh, I would like it if we had. And But what I know about the cosmos and the Van Allen belt and the fact that the moon's surface changes, you know, temperature, 300-degree swing in a day, uh, you know, I just don't know from one side to the other. And, and nobody came back with radiation sickness, and now they're doing all this preparation about the radiation. And, and you know, these satellites that go up and most things that go up, they, they stay in low Earth orbit. It doesn't go beyond the Van Allen belt. So I'm, uh-huh. I'm telling you and, and the audience that I am going to look into this, and okay. I'm going to pursue it scientifically. Okay. Um, with with God's help, by the way. All right. Well, I think I I, I don't know. You know that they weren't in the space capsules for a long time. I suspect that they took efforts to shield the vehicles from radiation. Um, they wore pretty heavy duty suits when they were on the moon's surface. You've um, been to a dentist, right? Oh yeah. The only thing that we know of that shields radiation to any degree is lead and it's heavy and it doesn't get off the launch pad so i just don't know but i mean does the sun emit the same type of radiation that say uranium or radioactive element might i don't know i'm i'm yeah i don't i don't know that out there that's why i'm telling you i don't know and i hope i can call in and know Uh in 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 a month or two or three Gosh, since I'm not a scientist and I only graduated high school, it may take me a year. Uh-huh. But I hope I can call in and, and have a firm idea sometime. But uh, once again, I think that we're talking about if there if this was a conspiracy, I mean, you have to think about how many people would be involved in a conspiracy like that. In fact, well, that's the human element. But yeah, of uh, course you do. But how did all the people in Germany become Nazis, willingly, <laughs> supposedly? Well, I mean, there's a certain human dynamic as far as human psych, it's called mass delusion psychosis that can happen, and it has happened throughout history. So, so maybe that's, it, that's the answer. Maybe the maybe. the Nixon administration wanted to divert all our attention from the the Vietnam War and the protests and right? everything going yeah. on, and well, during that know. summer of night on in 1969, said, "Hey, look at this! Look at." I don't know, but yeah, it don't, was certainly was helpful for us psychologically. But just don't bring it up to don't bring it up to Buzz Aldrin. He might clock you. Oh, I know. <laughs> like you man. did that one. Yeah. It's like yeah. he, he steps back and he's ready with his with his hard right hook, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You don't yeah. tell me what I haven't done. <laughs> All right, Jim. Well, I hope we find out. Thanks, man. Thank Good you. to hear from you. Thank you, Joe. Good call. Likewise. Thanks. Let's go to Jim in Bellingham. Hi, Jim. Hi, Joe. How's it going? Doing well. Well, I, I want to start in, but I uh, catch myself. I come back to uh, capitalism. Uh, I'm an anti-capitalist for the most part. Uh, there can be some uh, discrepancy or conjecture of what the best path forward may be. So even budding socialist, even though he's 90 years old, the great Michael Ferrenti was only um, postulating, or not postulating, proposing uh, 30% public uh, uh uh, companies that would not be profit have profit as their uh, way of making money, and then the rest would be seventy percent would be profit, just like it is in China and uh, Venezuela. <clears throat> I don't know about Cuba. Anyway, uh, we'll keep you on with that vein. Uh, but the the thing is, the world capitalism is failing. And there's one common denominator when when uh, things when the economics get so bad, and I know that we seem to be getting mixed signals. You know, like some people say this economy is terrible, and I know it's partisan bickering because the Republicans kind of have to say uh, that the economy is bad, otherwise, you know, then Trump wouldn't look as good, and then they wouldn't have that as much support for their never-ending uh, desire to cut taxes for the rich. Uh, but you look at around, all the countries are suffering now, and uh, there's many reasons, structural and otherwise, why capitalism fails. But we, we're at a point where, just not that long ago, three people in our country owned more wealth than the bottom 50%. Mm-hmm. And so you're, you're, you're really aggravating people with all this, the homelessness and 
what was the quote that I had from some JSD guy? It said, when you realize we live in a country that is angrier at the homeless than homelessness, the results of the midterm elections will make a lot more sense. And so um, I just think these problems just to get exacerbated, including the border, when you have a system that allows so much of the wealth to go into so few hands, often for scurrilous uh, activities, and that the, the poor people are working harder and they still can't afford a place to live is what is a part of the problem anyway. So, yeah. uh, And we have the global warming to, to worry about, even though the weather's been cool. Uh, that's another problem. I think there is some progress being made on carbon capture, but um, that's my opinion on, on what what's going on now. And right. I th- I'm sure I've raised it before, but... Uh, I'm for um, some sort of uh, deep uh, constructiveness among groups of people to try to uh, get engaged more and uh, talk about these things more, uh, because the way we're doing it now, I just don't think um, it's sustainable. And uh, so I've mentioned okay. Kim C. Domenico and all right. and all sorts of people. So anyway, right. I'll, I'll thank you for letting me talk and I'll let someone else on. All right, Jim, thanks for your call. And I mean, no easy answers. I mean, there's a lot of truth to what Jim is saying. At the same time, I don't know that just throwing out capitalism and going to a completely managed economy is is going to be uh, the the fix that uh, or the the panacea that uh, many believe. And but let's go to uh, our friend Bob in Bellingham. Hi, Bob. Hey, Joe, how's it going today? I'm doing well. Good to have you. Awesome. Yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that uh, as far as getting rid of capitalism. Don't know how well that works, but uh, uh, that's not why I'm calling. Um, just talking about, uh, I think her name was Mary from Linden, about, uh, I don't know, she brought up the Balenciaga uh-huh. ad camp. Um, are you aware of it at all? Or have you seen any of those uh, at the pictures or anything like that? Of, and then what what was it again? I'm sorry. Refresh my memory. So basically, it looks like uh, maybe a three, four-year-old in, like, bondage. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I uh, haven't yeah, seen yeah. the pictures, but I saw yeah. what I saw was Kim Kardashian spoke out because she's been aligned with this company. She's promoted this company, and and, yep. and it's some fashion house that I had never heard the name before, to quite yeah, be quite honest. Uh, but It's a high-end deal, but... And she she said, you know, she spoke out against it and, you know, so. um, She said she was disgusted. Yeah. Which it it is disgusting when you actually see. And in that picture, they made sure if you look there in the, there's a, they put a picture of a bill that has to do with like pedophilia. And they're like, it was like, it was placed there purposely, which it was like, like for pedophilia basically is what this bill or ad, I'm not exactly sure. I guess, but what, what I'm getting at is that this is where we're at now in our society, in the mainstream, that it has been so acceptable now to sexualize little kids that we have major fashion houses doing ads with little kids in bondage. And it's just, it's really sickening to see that. And, and just right here at our local level, we know we have a school board member, Jen Mason, who owns an all-ages sex shop. And... Elizabeth TikTok had just recently picked up a couple of her Instagram posts, and she's uh, now uh, has binding stuff for little kids to bind for, you know, I don't know if you're familiar with that, for the upper, for girls, you know, to suck them, you know. And she's promoting this on her Instagram page for kids, and she's our school board member. I I haven't seen her promoting... Oh, Anything no, other than her classes, her courses no, for, for young to, people. Go um, to Wink Wink's uh, Instagram page, and okay. she absolutely had binders for kids. So, I mean, this is just the normalization. It, it's just, it's gotten to be just so absurd that. I don't see, society, I don't see, you know, child exploit, sexual exploitation of children being mainstreamed or being accepted or being acceptable. I mean, these are crimes and. Well, no, that's and my I point. Mean, is, that, it, I mean, it, she can't sell sexual Im- items for children because it's not legal. I mean, I and I no, think I'm, 
be honest about what's really what's. I'll go to I'll go to her, her Instagram. I've I've, yeah. I've I'm on that the store's uh, Facebook page. I've never seen anything like that. But I'll look at Instagram and see if there's something else. But yeah, I, no, there absolutely is. It's just disgusting, though, the stuff that they're right. promoting and just normalizing, and it's in the schools too. And it's just in the schools. Whole, I, my, I've got a kid. I've got a kid in the schools. I've had two kids go through our schools. They haven't talked about this stuff. I mean, come on. We got to be real here. I'm just, I, just I mean, being real. It is absolutely. If if you go, have you ever looked on a um, any of the elementary schools library reading list? You know, you can go in and look at every single book that these the uh, elementary schools have in their library, and you would be amazed at some of the books you'll find that are in little kids' libraries at school. So my point is, mm-hmm. is that it's normal enough now that an, a major fashion house thinks that they can get away with putting little kids in bondage as their ad campaign, and that's where we're at. I mean, it, it's well, that. Well, I, I think you have to remember, too, that these companies, they make stupid decisions. There was a company a few weeks ago or several weeks ago, and, and this was in Germany, but it was KFC. Of all companies, here's a here's a you know international brand founded here in the United States, and in in Germany, they're promoting KFC sandwiches with references to Kristallnacht, the the night that uh, Jewish businesses and and people were were victimized by by Nazi troops, and I mean, so this this happens. I mean, in different ways, and to say that this is one example or is one. That this this illustrates well, the acceptance of this kind of thing, I think, is the kids drag show story hours. I mean, there's another example. Like I said, the list goes on and on okay. with the sexualization of little kids, and it's just got to stop. That's all. It's got to right. stop. Okay, Bob. Well, I appreciate you calling in and, and having the conversation, and uh, we'll, we'll we'll move move along, and hopefully, we'll, we'll it'll. I mean, if it is the trend, I hope it is uh, that it'll come to a swift end. I'm I'm with you on that for sure. Thanks, Bob. I'll take a quick break. I'll be back with more. We'll have uh, we got Michelle coming up. She's got some thoughts on uh, the first moon landing, and we want to hear from you too. Whatever's on your mind here on this Monday, three six zero six seven six five four six four. As the holidays approach, people are planning get-togethers with family, friends, and co-workers. As you're making your holiday preparations, make sure to plan to get your COVID booster dose or your first dose if you haven't yet. COVID-19 vaccination is safe and effective. It helps protect adults and children ages six months and older from getting severely ill with COVID-19 and helps protect those around them. And new booster shots target the Omicron variant of COVID-19, which spreads even easier than the original virus. Also, remember that other respiratory diseases that aren't COVID, like flu and RSV, can also make you sick. And someone with a weak immune system is at increased risk. Protect yourself and your loved ones. Get your flu shot and stay home if you're sick. And if you've got young ones, make sure they're up to date with their routine immunizations. Find out more, including where you can get the COVID vaccine in your area, at whatcomcounty.us forward slash COVID vaccine. Have a happy and healthy holiday. A message from the Whatcom County Health Department. Hi, this is Marcia Neal with Vibrant USA. If you are on Medicare or if you and your family are on individual health insurance, the time to call us is now. You have a short window of time each year to review your health insurance coverage. Our agents can review your plan options and assist you in finding the plan that best suits you and your family's needs. To be sure you have the most cost-effective coverage for 2023, give Vibrant USA a call at 866-733-5111. In the shop. I'm going to turn around my dang old catalytic converter is missing. You can go through Dagnabox just to get a breakfast sandwich, and if you shut your car off for a second, that cat's going to be missing. Steve from Panacea, Kirk from Angler, Brian from Dr. John's, and Dan from Bellingham and Burlington Automotive. Catalytic converters, I can't count the number we've done in the last six months. Join them on In the Shop, 9 to 10 a.m. every Saturday on KGMI News Talk 790, 96.5 FM in Bellingham and KGMI.com. We're taking your calls live on KGMI Connects, 360-676-5464. Well, a varied and very interesting conversation on a lot of different topics that we've touched on here on this Monday. And Michelle in Bellingham joins us to keep it going. Hi, Michelle. Hi, Joe. Um, you know, uh, with all respect to the fellow who called it didn't know if we landed on the moon, I thought that uh, whole wives' tale was long ago put to rest. I did too, um, but 
I mean, uh, well. I covered the uh, first launch uh, for uh, a newspaper back when I in the 1969. It was July 16th, 1969. Drove all the way to Florida with some friends after helping run a book collector show in New York City, and uh, it was uh, an amazing experience um, to you know watch that. Uh, vehicle lift Apollo uh, 11, and I took a tour of the base before the launch. Met some people. Um, I never did meet uh, Neil Armstrong, although there was a woman in Bellingham who grew up with him and knew him very well. Oh, in, uh, uh-huh. Washington, I did meet. Ohio. I did have an opportunity to meet Buzz Aldrin one time. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah, okay. I, was, I bet he was fun. <laughs> yeah, was he was really a, an incredibly nice gentleman and uh, just just a, just really just really a nice guy. I just had a chance to well, meet him and shake his I hand. I could only and, imagine. I'm sorry, I never. I, he's still alive, you know. I yeah. just, you know, he's in his nineties now. Uh-huh. But you know, uh, this Apollo twelve. I met Pete Conrad, uh, who walked on the moon. He was the third man to walk on the moon out of the twelve from these six successful Apollo missions. Remember Apollo. 13 circled but could not land uh-huh. and uh but anyway uh apollo 11 12 and 14 through 17 six missions 1969 to 1972 uh, you know if it, just the fact that it took and there's no way they could fake this it took um a certain amount of time like you know two to a fraction of seconds two or three Second two point something or three point something to get a uh, a message from a radio message from Earth to the Moon and back. Mm-hmm. There was a slight delay, and that could not be faked. But the big thing is the Van Allen radiation belts uh, are uh, the the tall. There's a couple of them at least. Um, they're discovered in 1958 by a Van Allen scientist, but they're dangerous. But only if you are in there for a long time, mm-hmm. and also they do have some protection uh, both. The uh, vehicle and the uh, the uh, 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 gear they wear, but the Van Allen radiation belts—they're only their escape velocity is seven miles a second, and by the time they get to the thirty thousand um, mile mark uh, above the Earth, um, you know they're only briefly exposed to the Van Allen radiation belts. Uh-huh. And uh, the point is that you know all of this stuff. You know, we the most powerful telescopes on Earth could, you know, spot some of the flashes and so forth. And and Richard Gordon became a good friend of mine. He was the command module pilot for Apollo 12, and um, we had several meetings. A great guy. I've got his autograph picture and says to Michelle with love from Richard. Um, and it wasn't that it wasn't romantic love, but he he was happily married. But I mean, it was a you know mutual respect. And he, I had some meals with him, and he told fabulous stories about taking pictures of you know Earthrise and you know and and anyway, all I can say is that you know there's no doubt that we did achieve moon landing six of them, but. The big thing is that, uh, you know, anybody who's a skeptic can always find this, that, or the other, mm-hmm. but it's just not true. We did land there, and we will eventually, I hope I live long enough to see it, we will, we will you know, go back to the moon. I believe it's 2025 now is when they expect to. Um, and then uh, we'll go to Mars eventually. Uh-huh. Um, it's much, much too hard to colonize a planet with any degree of people because, you know, it would be incredibly expensive, at least with our current technology. Yeah, I mean, we're, we'd yeah. have to be talking thousands of years in the future. But the point is that we did go to the moon. And to be honest, the, and we could have gone to Mars very easily in the 70s or 80s. It's just a question of money and political will and all that. And to be honest, as I recall, in 1972, people had kind of lost interest in the moon landings because after the first one and even the second one in 1969, they they just, uh, you know, by 1972, you know, a lot of people didn't care much. And yeah. they thought we had so many problems on Earth that we ought to spend the money here. And I understand that point of view. Well, I, heard, anyway, uh, you know, I just I heard, wanted to call. You know, I appreciate your thoughts, and uh, and I I remember that that night um, that or that evening. It was a warm July evening, and my 
parents called us in. We were out playing and said, "You got to see this." And it, we watched you mean the, the live when Eagle landed. Well, the, when the when they actually walked on the moon for the very first right, time, July twentieth, yeah. nineteen sixty nine. Four days four days later. Yeah, and yeah. Uh, you know, Armstrong's immortal. One small step for man, one giant step for mankind. Uh, I, I'm paraphrasing. Yeah. But it was, uh, wasn't but that something, Joe? It really was. And I remember a really interesting uh, comment that I heard. It was on um, Coast to Coast, and I don't remember who uh, George <laughs> Nuri was talking to, but it's someone involved uh-huh. in the space program or... And and he asked them why didn't why didn't we continue with the program? And he said, because there was no, there was there wasn't a focus beyond getting to the moon. Basically, yeah, there wasn't. You know, we're not going to. No, there we're, wasn't. We're going to go there. We're going to we're going to not just plant the flag. We're going to build something there. We're going to have people living there. There wasn't that plan. The whole goal was to get there, and we did that. And then it just sort of ran out of ran well, out of rocket fuel. I guess, like you say, yeah, it was. Primarily done for political purposes to beat the Russians, uh-huh. and um, you know the Russians, as far as I understand, had already given up on it by the time we launched the first trip to the moon. But um, you know, I believe the the Chinese commies will get there, and I, I think they have the technology and the <laughs> Probably, science to get yeah. there mm-hmm. successfully. Um, they've kind of taken the Russians aren't in that category anymore, although they had they have been useful with their. Uh, trips to the International Space Station, you know. But anyway, I'm just, uh, I'm incredibly disappointed that we haven't gone to Mars yet. And growing up, you know, and reading all the science fiction novels and movies, I thought for sure we'd be on Mars by 1980. Well, we've got a lot of rovers there. I just watched a a documentary on the the, um, um, the Opportunity and... Um, oh yes, <laughs> it's good night. It's called Good Night Oppie, and I think it's yes, on Netflix. Good night, Oppie, and it's really Isn't good. Right? I think it's on Netflix now. It's on one of the streaming services, and uh, it's uh-huh. about the whole team that put together this. And you know, Oppie and and her and her sister were they were only expected to last for like ninety days, and they lasted for oh, years yeah, and years. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, Michelle, opportunity is quite quite the story. Uh, you know, they yeah. they always refer to her as a woman. That's and I right. like that because <laughs> all right, <laughs> we're tough. we are tough. <laughs> That's right. Thanks, Michelle, and thanks to everybody who called today. An interesting discussion, as I said, and uh, lots of varied topics, as we always have here on KGMI Connects. Hope you'll join us again tomorrow at four.